Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to some last minute kick out action. We are here today to talk about AEW Revolution 2021. As always, I am your new reigning defending a AEW. I wish I was the AEW <laughs> champion. <laughs> I am the last minute kick out predictions champion. Finally, the gold has been wrestled away from one Mr. Turbo Finley, who is also here. Hello, John. Hi. It's great um, great that you are happy and I'm, I'm here. I'm always happy. I'm just happier <laughs> when when I have gold. And joining us as always, forever waiting in the wings, Mr. Kevin Eva. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, hi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't your predictions weren't too brilliant, were they, sir? Nothing uh, <laughs> that 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 entire week period and probably like the two weeks where just nothing nothing worked so i'm not surprised i'm i'm not surprised i'm 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 reasonably happy with what happened i think the card was i think it was a very good card i think the matches were good uh with the exception of the obvious botch uh i think that aside i think it was a very good card just very long yes you know? I I will say that whilst it was very long, like all good AEW shows, for me, just yeah, went everything back. clicked. Yeah, nothing. It just, it just it just it just went. It's not like a W where you're literally going, oh my god, have we got this much long to go? <laughs> yeah, which and that and that's always the great contrast, I think, with AEW and WWE. I, I think I think yeah, I think the biggest thing I think you've hit it right on the head. Like every match was interesting and watching and i think even the one where uh, i hate to say it but the AEW women's championship yeah. match which is mm. like um hikaru shida and um uh name mizuki thank you or, or, uh, who Zami. we don't personally have know a lot obviously hikaru no, shida we, ha we had to learn it on the fly with the commentary yeah. we there, there was a story there but we didn't know about it, that, and, and mm. as a result, there was no heat going into the match. So, but even then, we, as we were talking in the Discord, I mean, we um, Dusk from uh, LMC, um, we were sort of talking about, it and I just said, said, uh, pr pr like prediction. This will be, <laughs> this will be very hard hitting. So there was still that you, you knew going in that this was going to be something to watch even from a, you know, you're not investing it, but you knew that, hey, you want to see this because this is going to be <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable, but in a good way, uncomfortable. It was still, my, my point is, is that it was still good to watch and I was invested oh, yes. in the match, Absolutely. even though I didn't you know still watch, who... You still watch them all. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. So we'll start from the top. We'll start with the pre-show. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker DMD with Rebels replacement of Maki Ito. Uh, against the team of Riho and Thunder Rosa. Solid match overall. I really enjoyed. And a good um, outing for Maki Ito as well. Because, mm. you know, uh, like even though she was in the tournament and a lot of people did like her from the tournament and whatnot, she got an even better shine in this tag match, mm. I feel. As, as surprised as, as our first surprise of the evening, uh, it was a really good one. And it it did the it did the job. Everyone got to look look good. Um, obviously ended via shenanigans, so that protects as it would protects Rio and Thunder Rosa. 
Mm-hmm. And makes you and, and sort of lays a seed for the other day. And also, yeah, so you, you, you kind of got everything you wanted out of that match. I mean, it's starting to build back up the women's division. That's really yes. the goal of this, isn't it? So. Yes, and we, more importantly, we're starting to get women actually back in, as we've mentioned before. Um, so, yeah, all, it, it, all of this was good from so, a next step point of view with the women's division. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's better than how it has been uh, for months. For months and months and months, the, the the women's division has been needing to get some uh, strength behind it, and now I feel as though they they're finally starting off uh, now with uh, uh, their division getting getting stronger now. So the the tournament was uh, good because it it did it like it reset everything, mm-hmm. it reintroduced you to everybody, and then um, you have these favorites. And yeah, you've got you've got then you've you, you sort of. It's a reset of like the order of people, and obviously, thanks for everything else. Because like any good, again, any good tournament, you start off with you know it, it ignites various other feuds. They can then spin off from it, and then you've obviously got the the title story as well. So, yep, cool. Okay, so opening the main card, uh, we had the AEW World Tag Team Championship match: the Young Bucks defending against Jericho and MJF. Um, I like this uh, a lot. It was way more action-packed than I was expecting, to be fair. And once again, you know, can't help but sing along to Jericho's entrance theme. Just because that. You and everyone else that was there. I mean, it's so, such it's such a catchy thing. You can't help yourself but to sing along. It's so annoying sometimes. Um, I really enjoyed this match overall. Like, I think it was very well done just in general i felt though there though there was a bit of a bit of plodding in the mid you know between um you know jericho because obviously jericho's still slightly slower than what he has been jericho's previously. slower than everybody else in that room because he's matt he's got 20 years at least i don't know how old oh, the it's young more than that. are but uh, oh, like, well, i know age MJF's wise like, yeah age wise yeah, yeah. mjf's yeah. like 24 23 24 i don't know how old the young bucks are uh, i think oh, they're in the 30s they're... now the young bucks yeah. the young bucks are at least 60 i mean if Combined. you add that if you add their ages together yeah but jericho's like 50 something <laughs> well that's how it works right that's how it works right tag teams are announced like weighing weighing in, in the combined, combined weight. Blooms. so, that, so, so how, how old are the young bucks well <laughs> yeah so so matt is 35 nick's 31 yeah so but... Yeah, I so it was like um, no, it was just I saw uh, the match and it it was just a, a little bit, you know, it was like the the middle was a bit the aye, the middle was just a bit it was tri- aye, it was it was just plod a little I bit mean... not nothing nothing to a, not not like um it's not like a Randy Orton kind of like stop and like work 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 the kind of like thing yeah it just, no I get what it you're just saying. it just slowed down a little. Too much, but oh, then just when the Bucks had control again, it was like. Boom. I, I think I think that's uh, that's part of the parcel though. Like if you look at any Bucks match, like they start strong out the gate. There's always a lag in the middle, and then everything picks up for that ending mm. in any Bucks match. I, I think like, that's. But in that's this match, it, it start. 
but in this match, it started with uh, MJF and uh, Jericho getting the upper hand on Bucks. Then it was uh, then it was the Bucks, and then it was Jericho and uh, MJF again, and going in it. I mean, um, though, granted, I I'm still surprised of how the Young Bucks are still working. Um, yeah, while being champions and stuff like that, I I, I just feel as though it's like they. I really thought they could have just dropped it here and just continued with storyline with. Um, you know, with Jericho and MGF being the tag ch- title uh, title holders and having rough shot in the, in the I ag- work on I it. agree, but I understand. But I, of course, we're recording this after Dynamite now, where we know things. Where and we know we what know we thought was always been accelerated it. rapidly. Yes, yeah. I mean, so. I mean, I don't think they're going to like the reason I didn't think Jericho was going to win it to begin with was not because of that storyline that's happening, but also because the minute you put a secondary belt on Jericho is the minute he then changes sites to go for the TNT title. And then we have the AEW grand slam champion, like the first in that business. And I don't think they want to put that on Jericho. And I think Jericho, you know, for all that he's doing for good, it's a notch on a belt being the first grand slam champion in a, in a, in a new business is, I don't you know. That I, 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 would, I would laugh if somehow after, out of all of this stuff with Impact, somehow Jericho becomes an Impact champion. Jer- Jericho becomes X Division champion just for the absolute lols of it. That would be mm. funny. It would. Then, and then, the, then, and then, then what? And then what option? And then option fours it to go for the heavyweight belt. Yeah, yeah the exactly. Belt. Straight cashes in, goes yeah. for it. But oh. no, I've, um, but yeah, uh, that that was just uh, my thoughts. But other than that, yeah, it was really good. Ma- I mean, the Bucks were again, like I said, I'm surprised that they're work. Uh, they're still working. My less I, than a hundred percent. My uh, my biggest pro- my biggest problem with any of the EVPs having the belt means that there's probably considerably less focus that they're doing on projecting the stuff that they should work on, like. You have you have the 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 division leads for the for the tag team division have the belt, mm. you know. You have a division lead for the women's thing, who's obviously got the heavyweight title, who's promoting the show, which means immediately he's got a hundred different things to do, as well as being one of the main uh, associates for like wanting this storyline with the other businesses as well. It's, mm. I, I just I feel like it's good for them to have it at least once, but they need to focus more on everything else that we can have and hopefully you know we'll see what's going to happen with an extra uh dark next week because like after dynamite it seems like a lot of the main dynamite talent is going to be on that dark as well it's probably going to be a massive show for for its launch but we'll see what happens after that the dark ignites they call it right or... yeah it's ignition or ignition. Ele- ele- elevation ele- elevation um right. i keep calling it dark ignition and then i'm like dark ignition <laughs> elevation that's an XCOM mission isn't it uh, probably operation dark ignition I, I, look everything's a buzzword you could just turn around and make an XCOM mission out of most <laughs> most words operation vince's jacket that's the one 50 bucks in a throwaway story yeah um I love the match. Like I'm, you're gonna hear me no. saying that. You're gonna hear me saying that a lot in all of this today. Like the match was, the match was good. 
Like I didn't really feel the lull that John is saying, but I enjoyed it. Like, but I'm a big I'm, I'm a big Jericho mark, so I mean, <laughs> I've, met, I've, I've met the guy live, so I like I've shaken his I've shaken the guy's hand like Fair many news. many years ago. Did you, so did you I'm use a... hand gel afterwards. Yes. Wouldn't you two after he's been handling the mic for like two plus hours? That's a good point. That's a good point because oh yeah, because Fozzy, isn't he? Um, yeah. A, a couple of things, a couple of extra takeaways from this. Uh, also, with Wednesday's dynamite in mind, uh, Wardlow obviously having um, being quite effective. And, and now we're going. And now we're going to get affected. Wardlow. We're going to get Wardlow Hager now as a result of this thing. And I, for yeah. one, would really like to see that because they've been teasing it for a long think, time yeah, and they, actually yeah. hating each other. Um, also, Jericho doing a Although, tombstone pile driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my immediate thought was, please don't. But then, I mean. Well, the tombstone pile driver. I mean, I mean, pile driver, pile driver. I mean, so. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. There are so many different variants of pile drivers that happen in AEW. I cringe every time I see one. Well, you had the Meltzer driver, obviously, being the yeah. Well, the Meltzer yeah, yeah, driver was that the, the, the counts cancelled into an actual. I've never seen Jericho do a tombstone. But there was a normal, there was a normal pile driver on Dynamite this week as well. I was oh, like, yeah, but there's there's like people. Who, it's it's one of those ones that were people who've been around for ages. And our and our trust. So Chucky T does one, doesn't he? Yeah. Which is like it's like a sort of weird stunted one, which looks sick. I don't know. I just like I, I cringe. Just every every time I see a pole driver of any very, I mean, like the Canadian Destroyer as well. Mm. You know, every, every time I see that, I'm just like, eee. yeah. It's been double but... ladder. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's um. Hmm. I think it's just because you know more. Like, you read these autobiographies, which were the thing before you had all the podcasts, you know? And it's just like, you know so much more from the outside looking in. Mm. And it's just like, ah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think we can all say, was there anything else you wanted to raise, Kev? No, no, no nothing else cool. other than a, right. a, a very hot start. Very hot start to the paper. Very hot, yeah. Paper well, paper. going from that into, like, my biggest problem with this was the amount of tag matches. On the yeah, card that, that's the that was the problem. Um, uh, it's like WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, but <laughs> they followed they followed up uh, the tag team championship match with the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal for the shot future shot of the tag team championship match. Um, I'm not gonna list through all the names again because that was there was bleh. too many, way but, too many. There um, was like 20 teams. There were a good a good amount of spots in this. It wasn't as boring as I thought it was going to be to watch. Um, it has everything that I really want from a Royal Rumble type match, which is lots of people in the ring doing things. Yeah. And, you know, there was just, like a good surprise at the end with Ray Phoenix and Jungle Boy showing like just what they can do in a singles like environment. And I know, think they've done that before. They have um, done. They, yeah, they so... like the amount of times that you'll see Ray Phoenix or Jungle Boy in singles competition is, and the work they do in that ring is just astounding. Yeah. Like, uh, but it's it's so good. Ray Phoenix obviously representing Death Triangle uh, winning, and obviously knocking as I said, knocking Jurassic Express back down the rung again. Mm. Get out so, of here! <laughs> hey, at least they get over with their song. That final four. That that final four that we had. Mm. Very nice. And 
Pack versus Silver. Oh, I need it. I need oh. it in my veins. Like that singles you, match. You, I, I said you it on hear Discord. the crowds. I, I said it on Discord, like uh, in the last minute continued Discord, which I'm sure there'll be a link in the video or the podcast description. Um, I need more Pack versus Silver. Like I just want it. I want a. I want a singles match of it because I like. There was this um, a big thing that we had a big conversation with in the in the Discord as well a while ago. It was like where I went out and I found a match of uh, Cage versus Silver, which I linked to everybody. And yeah, I had a newfound had other. a newfound love for both Brian Cage and John Silver for what they could do because obviously they're both different ends of that spectrum. But Pac's obviously in a realm all of his own, you know. But oh, just give me just give me Pac Silver, please. As, as soon as you. they came nose to nose. Everybody was like, in commentary was like, oh yeah, <laughs> let's go, let's go. Commentary was like, yeah, we need this, which was, which is odd to have. It's not something that commentary do that often. Actually, going, yeah, let's have some of this, let's go, and um, yeah, that they, that's that's money immediately. That match, absolutely money immediately. I don't know how they get to that point though, unless like. Dark Order start fucking with stuff, or you know. Speaking of Dark Order, free Dark Order one, teams. <laughs> uh, There was uh, one very notable uh, spot from one Mister Uno. Uh, that was uh, quite notable during that match. The Hurukarana into the pole, where he didn't have enough. He wasn't close enough to the pole to knock so, him to the pole. So he yeah, just... he set himself. He sent himself into the pole. He run it. Pro, no. It wasn't the best of Hurricane Bloody Marco yeah. stunt, for God's sake. I mean, it's not like... He tried his best. Tried his be- Marco stunt nearly paralysed himself on the apron as well from that, by the mm. way. Also, can I have more Stu Grayson, please? More Stu-, Stu... He's a beast. He's a monster. He's, he's like, what's he doing trying to get somebody that size up into any kind of torture rack? What? 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 Just what? <laughs> but yeah, this this match definitely showed off uh, what the what the tag division can have, and there is a lot. I, I forgot how many tag tags are in A and W. And that's minus like the, the separate tags you have in Dark Order, like the you know mm. the four teams that they have in there in that stable. It's like there was even some tags that I didn't even know was even part of the uh, part of the I company. Mean, like the Bears. Are... You know? I mean again, like it's stuff that you, if you're not watching Dark as well. Hmm. Yeah. It's so. like it was like Mike Seidel and it's like what what Matt's brother's in? It's like yeah they're yep. tag team. It's like oh, oh okay. Yep. Um, we had, but there was so much stuff out of this. We had uh, the natural nightmares breaking up effectively. Well, Although <laughs> there was no real context to that on dynamite, so we'll see where that goes. Mm. Yeah, we had um, Butcher and Blade, but the but Buddy constantly causing less oh, alley love all it. the love way it. all the way through, causing all sorts of issues for everything. Um, and being the fact that we had the free Dark Order team doing various bits, and there was a bit of a team up at one point. Um, within it, um, against private party, I think yeah. as well, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, indeed. We had private party come coming in and sort of being a bit, bit you know, uh, cautious of stuff. Um, lots of stuff being, lots of stuff mentioned. Even even the pretty picture. I I always love to see Peter Avalon. I've got to say, 
I mean, I loved it, but there were some quite notable botches oh, for the short God. time they were oh, in Oh, God, there. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's, who's Peter Avalon coming out? Who is this giant guy? It's like, so, I don't care. Um, just get Peter Avalon just being funny. It's quite, it's quite amusing because there's obviously that team is now a trio based on the duck that happened before. Because mm. uh, they've got Ryan Nemeth as part of that little faction now as yeah. well. Which kind of works. It does, kind but it's just like I think Ryan Nemeth would have been better than the big hulking bruiser who needs a little bit more work. You know, he needs a little, a little bit more. That's a very generous way of describing it, Pete. Mm. He needs a little bit more work. I mean, he um, Ryan would have he could have fit into the Vasty Blondes as well. Yeah, that's In that's, fact, that's probably, gonna be a... probably more so. You know, yeah. Uh, we had Jurassic, we had Luchasaurus having to take on real lots of really big men. That was and getting kind of his ass kicked. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I've I've said before how much I love to see Luchasaurus work because he's had he had a really big shining moment as well where he's just taking people out. So yeah, he had his stuff. Uh, we had Gump Club coming out as like a, a notable thing. It's like, hey, a proper team together, big proper first proper big match. Um, there's yeah, lots of lots of stuff to take away. Sadly, the thing that the, the team that didn't get a hell of a lot were actually. We're actually Satana and Ortiz. Um, oh, they did uh, quite a bit of domination. They yeah, were knocking people out, but yeah, they just... Yeah, but it, it's... I, th- I think they didn't get as much of a chance to sign as they I think, I think, should have yeah, I think for their notoriety as a tag team, they didn't get as much time they, to shine. They need something. And then, of course, we had SCU. Mm. SCU! SCU! And, and, as soon as, and, of course, we knew they weren't winning as soon as they came in. Um, because, because they commentary basically the made an excuse yeah. for them losing immediately, and it was like, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> that kind of screwed up what we were talking about on the predictions at the last minute. Yep. But hey, it was a wash, so so be it. Apparently, yeah, they haven't really unfazed off the back of that either. So yeah. what, whatever. Um. But yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. I don't know. Again, again, another good match. You really not something you can really take your eyes off. No, you know, it's one and of those see, matches. And seeing Death you... Triangle getting the push now is interesting. It yeah. was surprising to me that they won, but like off the back of like the singles match, like it's it's very weird because I'm not sure if I want them to do it or rather just have the Lucha Brothers. But then I think they're just trying to avoid Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks again. You mm. know. But just hey, but it gives it gives Pack something to do. I mean, he's had nothing proper to do since, uh, you know, since the whole. Thing fact that everybody, so. The fact that everybody there is in that in Death Triangle is effectively interchangeable. In that you can have, you know, you you expect a three bird rule as a thing. You can you could you could have it with the three bird rule, but Possibly. any one of those three could have been in that TNT ladder match with ease. Yep. Um, and it's most likely pack really, but uh, well, no, but no, all three of them. Could but no, have been uh, Pentagon would have been a good choice. We, we know, we know how massively high the management is on Ray, mm-hmm. on Phoenix, and, and rightly so. Um, Evident by Dynamite, yeah, following uh, after called one of the uh, MVPs of AEW last year by Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, lo- loads of teams. Isn't it nice to have like healthy tag division somewhere? I mean, it's arguably too healthy. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I would say that. It is again, too healthy. It's what, like, again, what a strange like, thing. Again, again, this goes back to the point we made on the year roundup. Like, there's too much talent for mm. the two hours they do. And even when they're on dark, like, the matches, you know they're going to win anyway, so they don't really get to showcase anything. So hopefully we'll see more on um, Elevation. And if it's just going to get to the same point where it's notable team versus uh, relative unknowns, and we don't get more stuff that's going to, because it's it's just going to stay dark with dark essentially in terms of storyline. I don't think it's going to affect anything on the main roster. So I think it's still going to get to the point that we need a main roster second show, which I'm going to keep saying until it happens. As as I said on the Discord, as unlike it seems they need a brand they need a brand split mm. they uh, have a do a brand split for the second show do four more pay-per-views and then alter alternate it i think i think i think if they do that but have the champions jumping you know like how yeah. they did on the first wwe brand split with having the champ like instead of just the main champion but both champions you know like yeah. all champions because that way because the belts you need you need to keep belt um not intrigue prestige prestige is the word i'm looking for you need to get yeah. belt prestige that becomes watered down when you have a second champion like just for each brand because then who is like you'll have a showrunner yes they'll be your main champion but then who becomes the company front runner you know and it's, in, and it's, in, it's, in the like eyes of wwe you can put be... in an extra put in a extra belt which you know sort of i think i think stuff. there's i think there's i think there's word to have like uh, another belt below the TNT, which is like the Intercontinental or the US belt. I know the TNT belt is aiming to be their workhorse belt, but like for it to be a workhorse belt, it needs to get away from this Team Taz bollocks. I'll be honest, because it's tiresome. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Uh, Hukaru Shida defending her belt against Ryu Mizunami. Kev, I'll let you take this one out. The knee! The knee! Dusk made my bloody day when you said that, because that just goes back like a decade <laughs> when he was li- ago to when he was living with me. Um, <laughs> when, when, any time we saw a William Regal match and he hit the uh, the knee trembler, we just, we just went, just, we just went, going, the knee! And it was very much like that with this. It was, it was we had the ongoing story we had um Shida was disrespected back when she was a youngster coming up by uh, Mizunami and they said you're never gonna beat me in like a hundred years or whatever it was and yeah so that was our story which we which we eventually learned from Excalibur thank you Excalibur um as to why this was so important yeah it it just became a it, it started off like an i can hang with you match and it started to get more and more hard more and more stiff more and more just <laughs> it, it dissolved into finisher spam a bit but it was very much a case of i am stronger than you and i'm going to prove it and to, to the point where they were just taking really stiff shots um and Sheena was just laughing at one point because it was just like it was just but it was just out of like <laughs> you just can't take me um we had uh Mizunami continued the disrespect theme pretty much for the entire match as well 
Um, it was only like the last sort of five, maybe seven minutes where things started to get a little bit more desperate and it's, she sort of dropped that a bit. But like we started off with like the stupid slaps in the corner, um, which I didn't, I thought looked really crap initially. Um, but then I thought about it and just like, it's like yeah, she's, she's playing up to a point where it's, it is ridiculous because that's, that's the level of disrespect that she has for Shida. Um, yeah, a lot of nasty suplexes, a lot of running knees indeed, uh, throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, at the opponent. And it was very much a case of, well, the last, the last thing um, is the, the last thing in the arsenal is the, is the thing that does it. And it's the simplest thing. And even that wasn't, you know, cut and dry. It was, uh, the, the finish was very... It, it, it was a little bit anticlimactic because so much had been chucked at, at each other. It was a little bit out of nowhere, a little bit out of anticlimactic as a result. I mean, I mean when you but, start getting to finish a spam and then you're like, just like one just lands it at the end of it, it does feel a bit like it's just, oh, is, is that it? Yeah, just a general roll up from it. Yeah, but. But I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's Japanese wrestling in a thing though for for big names over there. Like I'm mm. not sure if that's how that sort of thing works. So like that. Um, I don't watch uh, enough. A, I don't watch more, any it's Japanese. It's a lot more finishes are protected. It's a lot more finishes mm. are protected over there. So mm. that I mean, kicking out, of, especially when among obviously the big male names, especially, um, is like a finisher. If you kick out of the, somebody's finisher over there, it's just like it's probably not been done in the last six or seven years. Just look at Kushida a, versus uh, Omega. Exactly, exactly. It wasn't so much of the case of, I mean, Omega didn't even win that match, as I recall no. correctly. But he kicked, he kicked out of the first one, which was whatever. And we've had instances where you know some, they'll people in Japan will kick out of the finisher at one, mm-hmm. and then that's the big thing. Just like, wait, hang on a minute. Okay, so what level do they take it to? And they still normally win. But yeah, very stiff. <laughs> very hard pressed um and um yeah it was it was a match where you because we as much as we said before we it was we didn't have any investment going in so we all sort of it was a match where you sat back and just let it happen um but even so i was still i was still engrossed because it was like at, at what point is you know, at what point is Shida's neck going to be broken by one of these suplexes? At what point is uh, Mizunami's uh, neck going to be broken by one of these knees? Um, because <laughs> they were just getting harder and harder. It's like, oh, oh, come on now, somebody's yeah, some, somebody's skull's going to be crushed at this point. Um, that, that's what happened. I fear the most is that these like the the Joshi wrestlers are just going to hit each other as hard as possible until something gives eventually. I don't want to see what happens when someone does give because it's not going to be pretty. But well, uh, I mean, they're still going. There was a point where I would thought they would still be going for the rest of the night. Mm. I'll be honest with you. But hey, I don't know. Pete, what did you think of that match? I enjoyed it. That's it. As I it, watched the thing. Yeah, that's like, I just, isn't it? It's, you just enjoyed it. Yeah, just enjoyed it. Like it was good. Like I've said this before. Like I don't know how much is going to be before it. Before it, like people just get sick of it. It's just like, oh, he just enjoys everything. Like it was good. And we had 
the follow-up from the tournament though afterwards with the, with the fallout because oh yes she's finally got her respect by the way thanks for cutting away from the from the handshake yeah. eight, you know 10 years in the making guys well done production team um but we did so it's have not, it's not always uh kevin dunn's problem it's just it's an american problem i'm gonna blame him anyway it's, it's all kevin, kevin dunn you working cousin okay <laughs> St- Stephen it's Dewey. his younger brother kieran dunn <laughs> that's yeah. who it is kieran dunn i bet you were the one responsible for piping in the nba stuff on tnt as well the other day <laughs> I watched. I didn't watch it live, so like in the, the version I watched, it wasn't in there. So yeah, no, oh, it was only it was only TNT stuff. It, fight was yeah. fine. Um, Fight's always okay. Fight. Not sure it was. Um, but obviously we had um, Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose, Vic, mm. who, who was called who was called the cackling vixen. <laughs> but, Fucking but amazing! What a what name! Line. <laughs> What a, what a name. The cackling vixen. Yep. Um, but yes, we they had couldn't, they couldn't they couldn't do another they couldn't do another cat animal that obviously would be more notable. What, she wears a necklace which says cougar on it already. Cackle, yeah. The cackling <laughs> cougar. Yeah, that's what I would have thought they would call her, but no. Um, we'll probably find anyway, there's some yeah. sort of Mexican cartoon called Cackling Cougar. We don't oh, know. About. Um so yes. <laughs> After we've had after we've had a break from tag team matches for the first time in four matches, uh, we go back to another tag team match, um, <laughs> uh, of which we have Miro and Kip Sabian uh, against the best friends. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's, good, start... it's good to see Miro do the work. Like yeah. it's good, you know. It's it started off obviously as a. Bro- brawl from from the back going into yeah no it's brilliant thing, i loved it that, the pre-show thing was fantastic yeah mm-hmm. just just he was the fact he did it and then he came back and went play my music play my music <laughs> it's like yes sir there you go character <laughs> see that that that's something that was missing obviously from oh, uh, when he was rusev in wwe is to, is to let him have, have that character and whatnot and there he goes he's got that character in aew Everybody has been waiting since he came to AEW for him, for, for this freaking psychopath that you knew was there. This 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 character, uh, this, this monster that just would destroy everything in his path, including his friends. Mm-hmm. For it to actually manifest. And boy, did we get it. Mm-hmm. He... Every everybody well well Chuck Taylor obviously got the worst of it, but Orange Cassidy you know got quite a bit of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Miro just destroying everybody. Every move looked like it, every move Miro did looked like it should have ended the match. Huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we had stuff <laughs> like, and even we had friendly fire. Because he pretty much deliberately shoved Orange Cassidy into Penelope into, Ford, but, then got yeah. upset with Kip Sabian for checking on his wife, ch- rolled his own tag team partner into the ring, de- demanding a tag. Um, nothing was stopping him in that match. And uh, I, about time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have the feeling that Sabian's going to be responsible for the loss of the follow-up match to this, oh, and yes. Miro's yes. going to go mental. 
Mm-hmm. And then and then you have Miro destroy Kip Sabian. He might well destroy Penelope Ford as well. Craig. Maybe. I think that would be completely screw loose. So he, he probably should. Mm. Penelope Ford is going to eat a matchka kick by the end of this yeah. thing. Probably off the ring into uh, a bunch of tables. Uh, yeah. But I think uh, we'll go on to the match that I'm quite sure everybody was looking forward to. Hangman Adam Page against Big Money Matt Hardy for in a big money match. This was my match of the night. I did I did say to a lot of people this is going to be the match to watch for. It was like, the sleeper. This is going to be it was the sleeper of them all. Absolutely sleeper match, yeah. Yeah. It's like I lo- I love the you know the work that was uh, done between the two Adam Page. Like I said, it's like he he needed this win like I said and uh yeah it definitely showcased and of course, you know yeah, you had the you had the distraction finishes. Uh, you had the distractions here and there, and all, uh, that was evident by who was on which side and whatnot. But uh, uh, no, overall, really good work. Had uh, the run-ins. Everybody that was involved in this story came in. So a great character work. Love mm-hmm. great character. I just love. I just love that spot at the end. <clears throat> just absolutely, it's like, mwah. just like Adam Adam Page being knocked off of the apron. You know, dark up. order, able to hold hold up, putting them right into buckshot. the buckshot lariat. Boom. I liked I liked well. I liked the, the buckshot that Matt counted into the side effect. That was oh yeah. And and the and the crowd the crowd popped for it as a near fall. Mm. I mean they really they legitimately thought he got it. And it's like, I legitimately I legitimately thought Matt it had like... it off the side effect. But I was just but then I remembered It's Matt a side effect. Win anything <laughs> off the side effect. Off the side effect. <laughs> But it was. It, but you know, was that Sami Zayn has won a match out of a Blue Thunder Bomb? No, yeah, but that was when the Blue, Blue Thunder, Thunder Bomb was his finisher. <laughs> there, early days. Blue Thunder Bomb was his finisher, um, and then it sort of swapped places with a hell of a kick. Um, the yeah, I, I still would have liked Matt to have won it. I think for the benefit of the big money Matt gimmick. Um, I think you've got to, but. Again, if if that gimmick, I think, can also survive this because well, like I said, I, I, just... what, I'm, what I was reading from the synopsis is that it was only losing the first first quarter earnings. Yeah, so it's not like it wasn't a, a massive pull. And he's actually you know. come out on Twitter, and because because I believe that the Butcher and Blade are aligned with him now. So yeah, th- there's a lot of stuff that's happened off Dynamite without spoiling too much um, because of what happens at the end someone's obviously there's an obvious face turn while the the rest of the faction is still heel aligned so uh the butcher and the blade are now with matt hardy and they're now going to have a so matt hardy's faction uh is going to be on uh elevation and then after that they're going to be having what looks to be like a 10-man uh tag team match against dark order hey good sure let it happen um but the... I, I, want see, I want to see John Silver fucking destroy someone. He probably will. Um, but uh, as I was as I was saying though, because because that character is a character that will, will it's like a. Um, well, I'm not saying it's anywhere near the same, you know, level. It mm-hmm. is that Bobby Heenan type character. It is and obviously there's the Ted DiBiase of influence yeah. there. But it is that that character will 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 win, but it will never win. 
Yeah. It'll never it'll never be the ultimate victor, but it'll cause you lots of pain along the way. So it's it's a character will always keep getting its comeuppance, and that's fine. Um, but but what was the reason I brought that up was because Matt said on t- <laughs> Twitter <laughs> about wait I don't know why you're bothering with this because um, somebody said I don't know why you're bothering with Butcher and Blade and stuff because you're just gonna have to give all the money to Adam Page anyway. And they <laughs> and Matt responded with ah. But the first payment due from Butcher and Blade is not due until the 1st of April. So it's after the first quarter. So it's like, so even then, but even then, though Adam Page has kind of won and he's won friendship because that was the, that was the, that was the real winner here, as we know. The real winner here was friendship and the big hug at the end. Um, but and a lawnmower. And a lawnmower. <laughs> and a lawnmower. A, 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 a mower of lawns. A mower of lawns. A mower of lawns. That's that's that's. that's Get that right. I mean, they don't um, own that gimmick. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't think we could say like this. This match was like I, I mentioned it in the predictions. It was going to be the one to watch for. Everybody's saying it was a sleeper match. Even Jeff uh, Jr. said it was going to be the sleeper match of the night as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just it's just too good. A lot of like, fun. Was... Hard hitting. Lot, lot of good work from from both of them. Matt knew what he was doing in putting putting Adam where he should be. Adam delivered. What's more, not to like. Now, I think the next match is going to have some interesting connotations um, for what people want to talk about. But it's the face of the Revolution ladder match: Scorpio Sky uh, defeating Cody Rhodes, Penta El Zero Miedo, Miedo, Mido, Mido, Mido. You know, Lance Archer with Jake Roberts, Max uh, Platinum, Max Caster, and Ethan Page, who was the mystery sixth entrant, who I had no idea about because I've never watched Impact. Um, a great talent over on Impact. The uh, all ego gimmick is very much deserved, and he's already obviously come out as a heel, which is exactly what he should be. So at least they got that part. Um, I will tell you. I will tell you this though. Um, something I've noticed, not just with, but I noticed it more with the reveal of the the big signing, is they are letting them keep their impact gimmicks and music. It's the relationship with that impact yeah. at the moment, so you know, makes it easier, I think. Um, we'll get yes, on to the did. big signing in a minute, but I'll follow that up. I'll follow that when we get to it, because mm. I've got a question about that then. That sure. Uh, I think it's after this. Yeah, I'll have a look. We'll, but yeah we'll, talk, we'll, talk about talk about the ladder. Talk about, match, let's talk about yeah. a minute then. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, granted, you know, I would have liked a, uh, I would have liked a, you know, a briefcase, just a regular old briefcase up there to kind of like indicate uh, a winner and whatnot. Not, you know, a power ring. <laughs> Really? I know, I know, I know. They were trying to indicate. Obviously, the indication it was supposed to be a brass ring, and it's like, the guys, the lighting was bad. Let's be, let's be fair. Would you prefer the brass ring or the the comically oversized poker chip? The comedy oversized. I would have liked the poker chip, actually. It actually the comedy oversized poker chip. Yeah. Um, but obviously that wouldn't have worked with what we've got. 
Because that um, would have been a nice thing to cash you in. Could, you could, it could have been a contract, it could have been a clipboard, you know, it could have been yeah. any of those things. A, a literal brass ring. I, I would want, I just want now, just I'm a comically oversized clipboard with a tiny fucking bit of paper attached to it. <laughs> Which is just the contract. Uh, well, come on! It's like we had, we had, uh, <coughs> uh, we were just talking about impact. Impact uh, eventually, you know, they had a contract uh, on a, uh, you know, contract, contract ladder match or whatever. And it's like uh, the con, the actual paper contract fell, so it's like everyone just fought for the clipboard. <laughs> so yeah, that, that no, happened I remember once, that. So, was, yeah. that that was it. In all fairness, that was actually a a very good. A match to see just on a what wrestlers can do when it does go wrong because when that when that happened it suddenly became a big thing now, there was something very similar in wcw as well when uh, one of the eternally playing out something on a pole matches it fell down yeah. and all of a sudden you've got a whole different thing that everyone had to uh, to wrestle to um mm. personally i was hoping to see um, it cut. It cut to Matt Cardona up a up a ladder, desperately spray painting an AEW toy ring bronze. That's what I was hoping, um, but but alas, no. <laughs> so we had we had this giant life preserver um, <laughs> for very small children. Okay, now for dogs. Um, it was a dog chew toy, I'll tell you that. Okay. Well, just call it, it, was a, it was a Cobby-sized polo mint. Or a lifesaver, I guess, if you're in the US. So what you're saying is it was a life preserver for Darby Allen, is what you're saying. Oh, well, well, we'll get to that when we get to that match. Uh, there, I think he needed something to save his life. Um, but no, this, this uh, ladder match, oh, wow, it was really, like, hard-hitting, like, the the uses of the ladder obviously you know miro was uh not miro not miro not miro but Mero, yeah you know, penta uh, zero, penta zero penta. we'll just go zero you know not 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 pentagon not Junior. pentagon <laughs> yeah uh that yeah there was some there was some buzz uh, max cast I, I still don't know why max cast was there I probably just to fill, fill a hole um yeah. but yeah, other but people. fuck yeah i i like i, I i'm kind of coming around I'm kind of coming around to it. Like the the musical vignettes on on Dark and Dynamite have been entertaining me somewhat. I'm coming. I'm kind of coming around to them. It feels I... very much early John Cena, doesn't it? Mm. Yes. I hope. Uh, well, and I, I, mean, I was I was always a fan. <clears throat> like when nobody else was, I was a fan of the Doctor of Thugonomics. I thought he was all right back in the day. So. If he if he wants to keep going on that, I was a big know, fan of Hulk Hogan run. before he suddenly became big. <sighs> Except I wasn't, because I wasn't alive. <laughs> I was definitely alive when John Cena was the Doctor of Thugonomics. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not. Are you really sometimes, sure? Sometimes, sometimes I'm not. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, Lance Archer got to be a, a beast. Um, Penta got to be very violent. Jake Roberts uh, did a thing. Jake Roberts did a, a did a short arm clothesline. Got the biggest pop of the night in a ladder match. Jake mm-hmm. Roberts with a then short took arm a bump. clothesline. <laughs> Jake Roberts then took a bump. Jake, Jake Roberts got fucking and super then, kicked and, by Penta. Yeah, and then and then took a, a nice little rest on the apron. 
Because like he, he got so super kicked by Penta and he sold the crap yeah. out of it. <laughs> Um, Scorpio Sky was obviously the 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 heir apparent. Mm. Although there was plenty of times where it was like, you know, like Sky was like he was out, yeah, he like multiple yeah. times, and yeah, he came back and he bloody won the bloody thing. Come on, oh, you know what I'm Jesus, doing? That was crazy. You, you know what I'm doing, don't you, Kev? I'm reaching so, for the sky. Oh, um. Again, we had AEW, and we've again we've mentioned this before, where it's like yeah, there's stuff going on in the ring, but if somebody's like there's, there's if there's something happening behind, you know, there's there's something in the foreground, but there's also something yeah. in the background that you maybe yeah. you want to keep a, keep an eye on that's not necessarily not necessarily referenced. This was something but... that I mentioned throughout the match uh, on Discord. It was just like. Because obviously Cody had some sort of uh, Falks injury. Not sure if it's true. Not sure if it's false. Not sure if it was just a, a twinge or they've, something. They've kept, they've kept it very much. They were in the um, the face entrance pool hole thing. And I just kept saying, are they still at the back there? To which point they, we all had a glance and even Kev picked up and said like, yeah, Arn keeps looking at what's going on in the ring. Yeah, Arn was kept checking. Arn kept checking about what where, what's happening. So it's like he's going to come back at some point, probably, because yeah. he's fighting. He's fighting with Doctor. He's fighting with Arn. He's fighting with everybody else there, and he kind of looks. He kind of looks out of it, but he keeps. He keeps looking back. He can clearly see that he wants to go back. And commentary did make a big thing about look. Well, he's, he's not entirely gone, but also, eventually, eventually they stopped mentioning it. But he was still there, and it was still mm. something going on in the background. You knew, as a wrestling fan, you know that Cody's going to come back. And they kept up the argument, and then he did, and then he disappeared for for a while, and it was like, oh, maybe they're not, maybe that's genuine, and it gives you that sort of that false sense of as a fan that oh, you know what is going on, and okay, that's a thing, and then they pull the trigger anyway. So yeah, it it was good. <laughs> of course, he came back and then just got his ass kicked for for his true his trouble, and got you know really hurt, <laughs> like. Mm. Because we had the, the arm, the arm tape. Pretty much everybody hit him in that arm. I can't think of anybody who didn't. He sold it like he was taking a chair shot every time. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, again, it was just a match that you just watched. You know, it just there was always something going on. Really, yeah. There, there was a, there, the spots were, you know, big. Like there was a ton of them. There, like, so. there was one thing I didn't like about the match. It ended. No, uh, and I was actually disappointed by him. that. Was Lance Archer, um, uh, but yeah. not not due to the ring stuff. When they were setting up spots, Lance Archer had zero not, subtlety it, no, about it at all. The thing in the ladder. When he's in the ladder, it's like oh, uh, he's just like for like yeah. when he was just there, he's just standing in the ladder, and just ranges. waiting for it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But there was a couple of others as well. There was a couple of others as well. There was clearly setups. And he was clearly setting them up, and he might as well just have been going. Excuse me, out the way. Yeah. Get the flags out. And that signal you know, it. Because all everything else that didn't involve him, I didn't see being set up. But if it's someone so blatant, because we know how terrible it is. Ladder matches are kind of are very glaring when there's a setup. Mm. But outside of those things I didn't really notice probably because of investment as well 
um, in what I was seeing. But hey. Well, yeah. Um, moving on from that, we had the contract signing slash reveal of the Hall of Fame worthy talent. Uh, predictions were rife between Kurt Angle, who did a fucking video pretty much soon. I think after we did our predictions video and stuff like that, that went up uh, of him lacing up boots and something. And what a tease! Uh, yeah, he came, came out at the right bloody time. Well, he, he, um, he jumped. He jumped on it to to uh, just capitalise. Good luck to yeah, him. To and it just helped AEW the... in the end, didn't it? So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's that. People think it was RVD. People, there are even people thinking it was John Cena and Brock Lesnar for God's sake. Right, out loud, those stupid people. Um, that's Sam Driver, well, well, all right. It's it, like Sam no, Driver was the. It's not ma- even. It's not. Ju- it's not just that. Like, I mean, it had people who they use specific wordings, and these are people in the know that know certain contracts aren't there at the moment. You know, are willing to dump the money. We know they are. But yeah, it turned out it was our boy Christian Cage. Back with uh, old Impact theme music as well. I, I yeah. wasn't sure if it was his Impact theme as well because obviously he owns. I Christian went. Cage, I went but... to go and listen to it after the fact. And, and it, it was his, it, his it, Impact. It, it good, was his theme good. Music. That music's great. Obviously, it's been good... up up jazzed a little yeah. bit from. Well, you need to update yourself. Uh, you need a fresh. It's it's the same thing, even down to the countdown. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I'm happy because uh, I knew fine if he's stuck around at WWE, they would do nothing with him. Well, I mean, this is the thing. Like, uh, WWE have clearly got things in mind for Edge, but there was yes, just there for was, Edge. There was room. There was rumorings that there was going after the WrestleMania match. There was rumorings that there was going to be um, New Day versus Edge and Christian that they were going to gear up for. But WWE once again, it's it surprises me that a company that is grabbing every bit of young talent it can refuses to keep their older legend talent on the books it mm-hmm. utterly surprises me and it's like why because because you would have you was disappointed you... apparently but they were disappointed like what do you mean they're dis- how, how how do you get to be disappointed wwe you had, you had I mean, every opportunity to tie this guy down <laughs> You would have thought they would have learned after A, the original Impact scenario where half of their Legends talent all went over to Impact. Including uh, Christian. Including yeah. Christian. Uh, when Sting Legend contract ran out and then appeared on AEW. And, you know, do you remember that whole thing with Ric Flair where they gave him the Hall of Fame ring, gave him a Legends contract, it ran out, he went to Impact... And to get him back, they had to give him another Legends contract and another Hall of Fame ring. Yeah, but that that was a that was a good thing because we ended up having that Ric Flair versus Ric Flair segment, which which remains perhaps my favourite thing in all of wrestling ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you want to, it's, it's... I don't get it. Like, I feel good. Um, it's kind of. After Dynamite, I'm not too sure. Because uh, obviously they're getting Christian up for a world title shot against Omega in the future. <coughs> I'm not sure I'm happy about that because I feel like it's going to be a one and done thing. Well, the mo- well, it's making it look like um, Impact, you know, circa 2005, six or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, where but... Christian was NWA 
TNA champion. What, what people forget time. about TNA 2005-6 was that was before the Bischoff Hogan crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And TNA 2005-2006 were pretty bloody good. <laughs> wasn't that so, with the... Wasn't, weren't those years also the ones with the... Yes. The AJ yes. Styles triple threat match. The, tri- the triple somewhere. threat match, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, yeah. all, that, all that series of like, matches and interactions. I have no doubt the match is going to be good. My, my problem is that it's going to be a lot slower than I think Omega's going to be kind of used to compared to people his age or younger that he's wrestling at the moment. I don't know. I mean, we haven't really seen Christian Christian's kind of the like man's a... had a broken neck, man. Like yeah, all... I, but but look, but look at Edge, and he came back from a broken and Edge neck. is and also noticeably slower. Yeah, but he's not absolutely, you know, molasses for crying out loud. No, yeah, but it's just <clears throat> he's, not, he's not like molasses like Hogan is. I just, Hogan's I've been molasses I... for the last twenty five years. I mean, it's not really. I mean, it go- it goes against what I said previously. Whereas, do- you know, when there was Kingston, um, Kingston Moxley, and I was just like, "Do you think Kingston could take the title off Moxley?" And all of us had the resounding no. Now, do we think Christian could take the belt off Omega? Like, he is undeniably a world champion. He has the caliber of a world champion. Well, get well. Guess who? From what well, we know well, of him, but he- well, do do you think he's going to take the belt? Well, here's the thing. It's like we had this. Uh, we had this when Chris Jericho was going after the title, um, between him and Adam Page and whatnot. So, you know, if we said yes to Jericho going up against Adam Page, and Jericho went getting the title, why can't we say yes to Christian? Because yeah, if I, I think at this point, I, okay, I mean they've had their base year. And you know they've kind of built they've built the company around Moxley, but they, I mean, if they if they are legitimately thinking of putting the belt on Christian, that means that Omega is winning the Impact World Title, which is a possibility because that's, just, yeah. that's the match that they've got uh, coming coming in, and it's Don Callis as well. Don Callis will have that connection with Christian as well. Yeah, we can expect Christian to you, appear, and you can never know. Back. There could there could be like a, a a turn in there as well. There's nothing. Maybe. Um, I, I think it leads to a lot of things because I don't think they're going to have someone having both the AEW and Impact World Championships at the same time. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. If it is, it won't be for very long. Um, and I think if they put that belt on Omega, then, uh, then he'll be on Impact TV more than he will be on AEW for a little. Well, he'll appear with the belt every week or something or do it like a segment like he has been doing but i don't think they'll have both belts on the same person it, it goes it goes back to what you were saying earlier pete with omega's priorities and concentration mm. uh but yeah but i'm happy for it's, christian it's interesting oh, yeah. yeah i think i think we're all happy for christian like he'll definitely have more work than if he signed a legends contract and just appeared like every so often did a promo and then wrestled once Every he's out, to, he's out, he's out to uh, put, put a statement as well. Yeah. He's not heard from him yet, you know. So he's, not, he's not actually spoken because he, he has that one slogan on his teaching. It's like, uh, outwork everybody. Outwork yeah, everybody. I, I, so. I wasn't too sure about that sort of slogan either. Like, I mean, I feel the same way about that as I felt about uh, you, you remember when we had the um, 
when we did the the show of what we thought about the all AEW so and I said I don't really know how you can say somebody is all elite like what does it say for everybody else who works for you but doesn't have that contract you know like it's like a prestige mm. thing like we're not elite enough to we're elite you know what you know they need to do with Christian uh, kill switch has to be a you don't kick out of it yeah but he, he then has to have matches to build that up though yeah but there's Which he'll probably he, have he before he gets to you know that title match there, there's a lot of stuff for Christian to do I mean you you, you bet uh, again it's another one of these veterans that you know will work with the younger talent yes which is great I, I got get some built in stuff with what we've done get... with Omega because history of Matt history of okay. Jericho I get that but if you look if you judge that based on anybody who has been in that world championship position Jericho barely did a match between pay-per-views Moxley barely did a match between pay-per-views Omega doesn't do a match between pay-per-views we got to build that up That's they have me. like I mean John, I mean that I mean if I mean I'm sure if Paul White's going to have a match on elevation or like Eventually. dynamite or whatever then I'm sure Christian Christian needs to have at least an exhibition match to show that you know he can get the job done. Christian is TNT title end boss. That would be interesting. I'd like. I I think. I think. Put giving Christian uh, a TNT belt. I I think I would have been more happy for Christian to be signing the contract and being the 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 last person in the Revolution ladder match, winning it, and then going on against Darby Allen and having a stellar match. Uh, Allen ha- Christian and- intrigues me. As a match, yeah, I, I think I think that I think I'd be more happy and interested than Christian coming in, signing a contract and going, "I'm challenging Omega for the title." Mm-hmm. I think I'd be more interested in that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to but wait and see. Then. Lots, but lots of excitement. Lots of excitement mm-hmm. ahead. We'll see. Anyway, uh, so speaking of Darby Allen, um, I mean. Out of all the, there was going to be two guesses for pre-recorded matches. One was this, and the other one was the the main the championship match, the main event, as John says. Uh, but it ended up being Darby Allen and Sting versus Team Taz, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, with Hook and Powerhouse Hobbs there with Taz on commentary. So I don't know how I feel about this. I think my comment on the Discord when it happened is, I think it's one of the better actual pre-record like cinematic matches i think it's one of the better cinematic matches it was like, shot well it was I, I, actually I, shot well i i actually want to go ahead and call it a cinematic match rather than what we've had in terms of like the firefight Flunhouse match or like the boneyard it was match it was or... more close to cinematography in yeah. terms of the match yeah. than than you know a, a cinema experience especially all the uh, the scenes that had uh alan in there it was very evident with what they were you know framing alan him is... in, in the shot because alan... he he was he was crazy doing all those uh, the spots that I'm, he was in i'm trying to remember who was a notable world champion who a lot in their youth they did a lot of the hardcore stuff and it oh it, well it escapes you, me you you could say Hyper Mick Foley. Stuff, yeah. 
Like Mick Foley would be your. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. World champion. Post attitude era. Like, I'm talking post 2000, like 2001 onwards type of stuff. Like, like 2005 onwards, I should say. Like there, there used to be there was someone who did a lot of hardcore stuff in WWE who later went on to mid card and high card championship matches and made a you could say you could say uh yeah. jeff edge um jericho a little bit possibly um, um I, I think you're forgetting i think you're forgetting that Bradshaw. that that, uh, that shane mcmahon best wrestler in the world yeah best best wrestler in the world but, took, um took, took out AEW's new commentator by the way was in the block um <laughs> Dar- Darby Allen's uh, reminds me a lot of that. Like he's got a lot for him coming. Well, he, like, yeah, Al- Allen is this AEW's Jeff Hardy. He, I, 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 I don't want. I, I don't want to say that. He's more than that. He no, he's, but he's, he's more he's than more. that. That's the thing. He's more than what Jeff Hardy was. And he, it was he who put together ninety percent of this match. Yeah, including like the cinematography stuff and and that probably more than the performance elevates him mm-hmm. again like the the only the only thing i'm about this match that i'm happy with is i'm hoping it ends the the team taz feud like sting looks like it, he's done with it and moving on to like other things you know which i'm happy about um, at the moment it's not looking like it though well he's looking but darby allen might well, ta- not have taz himself but like you know uh, the members of Team Taz are wanting team, to try. Team, we, yeah, we need we need Team Taz to just start car, just carve out their little section, have Cage just murder people. Yeah, on but like for, for the championship, um, and that's it. After Dynamite, it looks like Darby Allen's going to have to deal with uh, other things, which Zero. is good. Yeah, good. Um, I'm hoping that means that we'll see. I don't want to see another four to six month feud against like one person like just have these matches like make it the workhorse belt and defend the belt more get yeah. it that notoriety well again it's it's just depending on i mean i, I mean after well, all the injuries with Val to... allen and whatnot I'm, i hope that he can be like, well I enough mean, to actually defend it on a week to week basis allen, allen wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me for allen to do a tnt open challenge and do that and like that more like how many times have we seen John Cena do like the US Open Challenge and it elevate younger talent? Like mm-hmm. TNT could not only elevate other talent, which is what the mid card needs right now and the low card, but it it could it can use it to elevate himself and he's not just a punching bag for guys that are bigger than him. Mm-hmm. I really hope WWE don't uh, not WWE AEW don't go along the lines of WWE's always consistent fucking david versus goliath mm. mindset because it it can be so much better than that if a story's told well yeah Agreed. one i mean that uh, one two two things from me one was that the tr- the drone transition shot right at the beginning where it went from the one side to the other <laughs> yeah that was amazing actually that worked so well 
Um, uh, sorry, you've you've reminded me about all the fucking opening to the match of them driving to the locations and how fucking stupid it was, and Taz just talking over commentary about it. It just it boggled my the, mind. The general, the general so feedback t- we got from the general feedback that was happening at the time live was that why is Pete? Why do we have commentary? It would have worked a lot. People were saying it would have worked a lot better. I, without I commentary. think it added. I think it. I think it added to it. I think the commentary was fine mm. once we got into the actual match. I just think it. The commentary over the driving was just so. Oh, they're they're driving to the match. It's um, uh, Brian Cage, he's a big monster. You know, he, he needs to be taken there. It's just like Taz. Taz is just insipid. Like it's really weird listening to Taz on dark. Being so happy go lucky, except when versus, anybody mentions, a, me- except when anybody mentions a member of and Team Taz and he's like, fucking Team Taz, they're the well, fucking best. And then, um, like, it, and then it's, it's just so insipid, it's so serious, and you, and you just couldn't take it, especially over where it was the driving, and then you had Sting in the pickup truck and Darby Alice just skateboarding, <laughs> just like. Has Sting just. Oh, oh, we just got it now that Sting just canonically stolen this van. Yeah, he's <laughs> just driving around. Everywhere. I love the fact that it's like, oh, it's got a tape deck. It's like, yes, because he's old. Therefore, he, therefore it's got a tape deck. It's like the biggest selling feature to him about this van. Oh, <laughs> Fuck me! It comes. If we just open the back doors, it's just full of bats. Just all it needs to be. I was fully expecting like the Sting logo to be on the fucking front of the fucking vat, like the truck as well, just on the. I was just like, oh, oh it needs to be, you know, it needs to be, need, no, it needs to be black on the side, the black, but just like the yeah. color black. So the, 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 the light. Did, did the crow? I don't think the crow had a vehicle back in the day. Didn't you know to for Sting to emulate? For no, his but, so, whatnot, but, but, so. see, they could have emulated the movie because didn't the character have uh, like yeah, a it was it was, it was emulated from the movie. Yeah, the yeah I know that, so. but 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 didn't the didn't the actual character like have a roadster or something in the film or something? Kind of mind. I can't. I don't know. I haven't, seen, I, haven't seen the crow. I haven't seen the crow in like twenty plus years. Yeah. So I, it's just, I just, I, I just thought it. I the commentary I was fine with, you know, because you were generally watching it more than listening to the commentary for this because it's it's so very different from a normal wrestling match. But the commentary over the driving just had me in fucking stitches. I'm sorry, Kev. Num- num- number two, the heave ho into the glass. <laughs> Oh, was, yeah, that's that, that's a noble one. That was cringeworthy. Like it was cringeworthy, yeah, but it was. And they like came down on his head. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was um, reaction worthy. Like I notably reeled when he went through that pane of glass. Mm. Um, R- Ricky Ricky Starks realizing that he was trapped in a factory with Sting. And the amount... was just like they're on the other side. Like I mean, no, Mister Sting, please don't. I'm, I mean, I mean, you've men- you've mentioned Dusk. Um, Dusk and I have been talking about that point. He wants that as a GIF just because of Dead by Daylight reactions. And yeah. it's just like when he's trying to. It's, uh, I mean, it's so GIF worthy, but, but like. If, but it strangely felt more like a fight. Yeah. Because mm. because it was just like, it was like, like no, I'm, I'm going to go this way. Okay, I'm going to go this way. What are you going to do about it? Things going. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> just going around the side. <laughs> yeah. really it did feel a little bit like you felt more real. Face, oh, I'm going to fucking open you. Yeah, it, it was very just just the lag, the body language and stuff. It's like it's, it's what would happen in a fight mm. if somebody's trying to get away. 
and it's, the guy is like back and forth, back and forth. I'm just gonna pick up speed and walk faster, and I'm gonna fucking kill you. It, that was so that was that. Um, and the thing that nobody fucking noticed, which which kind of bugged me at the time because I was checking on on Twitter and stuff about what's going on. Nobody noticed that Sting was half Sting paint and half Darby Allen paint. I noticed that Darby was full paint, so maybe Darby was, he was, Darby was full paint, well, but he was, but it was a bit less. It was like his interpretation of Sting more than anything. It was still him, but mm-hmm. if you looked at Sting facially, it it looked a bit off. But that was because it was the Sting half on the left on, on the one side, and the other one was very much like a Darby Allen. It looked like it was smeared. But it was it was just like his just dumb Darby Allen style, and it looked they looked slightly off as a result. Um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, Ricky, Ricky Stark had desperately tried to get away from Sting. <laughs> Sting was going. Also, this is the end. You know, it was like that was a pretty fucking spectacular. Can, thing. can someone explain to me how they were on the same level, and then for the ending? Uh... Darby magically managed to be up a flight of stairs to throw a bat out of a window to sting. Magic. Yeah, so apparently movie so. Movie magic. Movie magic. Um, movie I also magic. want to say how Ricky Starks managed to take uh, break a bat over his back and still managed to walk it off. Mm. <laughs> just yeah, so sting, sting, just looking at the broken handle like you fucking broke my bat. Yeah. <laughs> just like I love um, a bat. <laughs> There was you so much. You death drop after this, as as you said, Pete. There was so much to just to smile about with that. With that, I, entire said, I, thing. I think it's as I said, like when it comes to cinematic matches, I think it's one of the best, and I think it will remain one of the best. I don't classify the deletion stuff as a match. I consider it a cinematic entertainment that's, that's a, cinematic, experience. a cinematic a cinematic <laughs> yeah no an experience is probably the better word. Ex- yeah. just like the firefly fly match is a cinematic experience because there's no wrestling going on there like i i think that's, that's the, in the same the, bubble the, the, the firefly the fly house match is by far the best cinematic experience and this street fight is the best cinematic match and i think those are the two bars of those kind of forms of entertainment for me Firefly Funhouse was was match was a psychological yeah psychological construction as as opposed to a match. It, yeah. it wasn't a match at all, really. No, um, I mean the closest thing you probably have is the boneyard match. Yeah, to be honest. That that was that that was yeah, that was that just was people the, just decking each other. That was, really that was that's, that's, the, that's the physical side, and then there's this, there's this high brow mental side, mm. um, and then you've got underneath there you've got the deletion stuff which is just mental um <laughs> i think they they, they firmly yeah, sit somewhere in i'll the tell middle. you what though if that if that was sting's last match i'd be happy with that i'd be happy oh, yeah. with that um and and how nice that for him to win in about, his first debut we'll match talk yes, about I'd agree with that sting's the last match sting has done we don't have to talk about that fuck fest that we, at wrestlemania <laughs> at wrestlemania yeah. What, what versus the Terminator? Versus, well, DX and uh, NWO. V- v- and, versus. Versus. Yeah, but that, that, that was the WrestleMania that Triple H came boner. out as King of the Terminators. That, mm. Well, that was because it was a film tie in, though, wasn't it? it was yeah, a, oh, yeah, I know. Tie in to, still, uh, anyway, we're talking about AEW. We all, like match. This. We all like this, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was a great match. 
good. It was a, it was a great cinematic. Right, let's get on to the Kenny thing. Omega against John Moxley in an ex, uh, exploding barbed wire death match. I love how you use the quotations there for exploding. Yes, there I was mean, explosions. There was expo- like. Here's one of the things I've never seen a proper exploding barbed wire death match before. None of the Japanese yeah. ones, none of the any of the ones that made it to the I've West. Mixed this is my the Discord, definitely watch it. Now, you could tell, like, from some of the camera angles, like they didn't do the camera angles perfectly. Like no. you could tell the explosions are like off to the side, half a half a meter away from the ring, and they're they're you know they're they're, they're someone pushing the a mo- button. The, mo- but the most notable spot was you the still... one. You still reel when one goes off, because they they play it well, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, this had me on my seat. This I was watching every minute of this. Like I was genuinely invested. I enjoyed it. Um, it was an enjoyable match up till. I, th- I think. I, mean, I think even, the... it did finish uh, strong as well. It's I just don't know. everything I after think... it was the bad thing. I th- I think the minute. I think the minute the Good Brothers got in the match is when the is the minute this match was tarnished for me. Like, if it had just if it had just been them slugging it out, and then you know just them are the reason for the win, and then after the winner is declared, they want to do this whole hokey. We're gonna fucking watch John Moxley explode in the ring. The Good Brothers come out, beat him down, handcuff him, which break. Uh, and then just leave him for dead <coughs> in the center of the ring, and then, you know, Eddie Kingston comes out to try and save his, you know, his 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 wrestling brother and everything else, and then you have everything that that'd be fine. Having me to interrupt in the match, I feel was a bit unnecessary because it it kind of just takes the step away from being a blood feud into it, it turns around and goes to the same where, where if you look as a WWE parallel again which we're probably going to do a lot it's going to be AJ Styles versus John Cena and every time you had that match happen you had the good brothers interfere as well and you never got a good solid match between the two and when you did it was tarnished by the wrong person winning in that sort of in that situation. Not in this situation. The right person won in this situation. Uh well, not not in their first encounter. It's like uh, I don't yeah, I don't remember things. They like, uh, they the Good Brothers interrupted in every match. So uh, they, because because they were doing that's, the that's, whole. That's, that's, you're, you're missing the point. You're missing the point I'm making. I'm referencing that sort of match. Fine, fine, mm-hmm. fine. I'm re- not not the fact that they were there. I'm referencing the kind of match in the blood feud type of situation. Like, I feel like they tarnished the match as a whole. The match would have been better had they been in the post-match part rather than in the match itself. It it, it could have easily been served as to have them as this other threat, knowing they were there. It could have you could have had like a like a fifteen second behind the scenes stuff where there was very clearly Omega was talking with them and with Callus and they were clearly strategizing and then have that as something that was sort of like looming in again looming in the background as are they going to interfere Callus could have easily been the one just to just hoy the exploding bat um or exploding mop whatever the frick it was it was supposed to be a bat but it was supposed to be a bat um but I was cool with the exploding bat as well, uh, but it could have easily just been him, and he could have just gone off and off from commentary and then back because then Giovanni would have absolutely just fucking flipped his lid. 
<laughs> that he was going out and coming back and getting involved. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's entertained the hell out of me. And we now know that there should have been a big bang. You know, we now know that there should have been, and there wasn't. Um, so it wasn't a case of that was what was intended at all. We know we we now know. That I have a feeling stuff better. went wrong. Something went very badly wrong. Towards well, towards the end of the match, they started using the ropes on the sides that they'd used the explosions on more, and the explosions weren't going off anymore. And I think it's around that time that they'd lost control of a lot of the stuff. There that was, was only going two. On. There was only two sets. We know that there was only two sets. So at that point, it kind of made sense. Um, the 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 rope break one mm. was was ingenious. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. Was... It kept it kept the one winged angel strong because mm. it's just like a limp foot on the ropes. It broke up the count. Everybody was startled by it. I did. I, I honestly there was wasn't. An explosion, obviously. I didn't think that there was going to be an explosion off a rope break. Not at all. Didn't no. even think about it. But but again, as 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 fan in the back of our mind, because we we knew at that point, okay, there's two on either side, and we'd seen the two on either side. But the first one was the one at the at the front. Mm -hmm. First, the first explosion was the one at the front, so that was still there. And yet, it, as you say, it was just like a very much limp. It was barely a toe hit hit the rope, but it was enough. It was a Kevin Owens little finger. Mm. <laughs> it was, um, and it was it was just really. It was really, um, it really built up the the dangerousness of the match. It, it built up Moxley's tenacity. It built up, the, it built it built up the one winged angel because it was like, hey, that's the, all. The only way out of it was to take an explosion the to the foot. Explosion <laughs> to the foot. An explosion to the foot was the only way <laughs> to to break up break up this pinfall. <coughs> yeah. It was. You know, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was. It's a great show. They, they had the perfect end. Would have been the perfect end, which again with the pay, which again pays tribute to the matches beforehand with Eddie doing that. And it's just such a shame. It, it's just a. It's it's a big shame. Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's one of the best pay per views, like in a very long time. Like oh hell yeah. Um, it's just a shame that the one it's because it's a, such a like if this wasn't so such a high prestige like stipulation and at the end of the card it's it's i mean this is why they always leave like the big reveals at the end of everything because it's the thing you take home with you mm -hmm. and the big thing that everybody takes home with them is not the fact that kingston well, came out to save his brother it's not the fact that two guys literally just had a fucking blood feud and moxley only walked away with a t-shirt it's it's the fact that everything fizzled and popped and uh, Kingston looks like he just fainted and you know but like we've had like the um, off the back of it we've had the 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 phone recording of Moxley talking to the crowd and doing an impromptu thing of saying like how bad Omega is building the ring uh, on Dynamite we've had like Kingston say it was the anxiety and the stress of being out there that got got to him and everything else. Had, like they've tried to come in their back so much. And but... Giovanni in their impact ad doing the same thing and mocking mo mocking uh, Omega um, for, for it. Hmm. And it's like it's still like, hey, we can have this and it all go wrong. And they're, 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 I mean, they're, they're very they're very good at covering 
the back of a botch. It's just a shame that the one botch has overshadowed everything else to do on the pay-per-view. Bully all Ray... anybody... Yeah, Bully Ray tweeted a Vince McMahon quote, which is that people only remember the finish. Yep. Which is kind of true, because everyone kind of forgot that for the previous however many hours it was, we'd have actually just all enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think there's a bad word that's said about it, but like it's just the thing everybody's focusing on. Anyway, because of the results, yours truly is the new last minute kickout predictions championship. Oh, uh, champion. I just, will be glow about it. I, I will be def- sorry. I don't have a nice prestigious stand to put my shiny belt on because I don't have the shiny belt. So I have to talk about it and remind people, Kevin, in your editing glory, I want a nice belt just positioned over my shoulder for the entirety of the video. Just find a belt, like make one, which says LMKO Predictions Champion. I want it there. It's like sad. If I can make a belt okay, now he's Prediction Champion, we'd all have one at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> but yes, I will be defending that at Fast Lane, where we will be returning for predictions and then a subsequent Fast lane. <laughs> yeah, fast lane. Ooh, I think it should be a nice, easy title defense for me. Roadblock. Um, oh, the fast lane to WrestleMania. Uh, but yeah, WrestleMania week is a card full of wrestling. Uh, like I said, too much. I mean, you don't yes. even watch any of it. Too, too I have to look at. I have to look up the results eventually. Um, but yes, marks out of ten, Mister Turbo Finley. Uh, besides the ending, I'll say I'll give it a solid eight. Kevin, uh, honest to goodness, eight point five. It was it was such a great fun experience. It, it is unfortunate about that, but that doesn't take away the enjoyment from the previous. I'm giving it a nine. Yep. One thing one thing brought down the whole card. That's it. I think I honestly think. Um, I honestly think if that if they'd done that ring properly, th- that would be a ten out of ten pay per view. It would yeah. have been it would have been into the discussion for all of us. I think. Yeah, yeah. it would have been one of the best uh, pay per views ever in the last, you know, thirty years. It would it would be the top scorer from us. It would be in contention against WrestleMania X Seven. Is where mm. it would be yeah, in terms of like that, the so. wider wrestling conversation. Yeah, if it had, if it had gone off, but we know it's happened before. There's been been duds before, been duds in ECW, multiple duds mm. in Japan. There's the notorious one between Mick and uh, Terry Funk where it didn't go yep. off and then ended up whatever. But hey. we'll, I mean, at the end of the day, we'll just have to see where it takes us. You know, there's, uh, I believe, after this, di- the next dynamite is another special because it's uh, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Day one, Day so. Slam or something. Yeah, it's it's going to be fucking. I don't know. There's probably going to be some pay per view worthy matches on that card as well. Um, if you haven't watched it, do go and watch the Dynamite from this week. There are some really good, high quality pay per view matches on that card. It's insane. Um, AEW are really picking up their stuff. Like for only having one show with all the talent they have, like one main brand TV show with all the talent they have, they are the Dynamite shows are something to watch. Like, 
at least before on SmackDown, I find myself skipping through the boring shit. I don't do it with AW, at least, you know. But, um, yeah. As always, guys, you know all our socials. They'll be in the descriptions wherever. Kev will probably put it on the screen because it's an automated inbuilt brain thing to edit it on, on the screen at the end of the card. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've been Titans Creed, joined by Turbo and Kevin. And we'll see you for Fastlane.